0: Asking the right question can greatly impact your future. So are you working with a certified financial planner, a CFP professional? Certified financial planner certification is the standard of excellence in financial planning. That's why it's gotta be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. A hospital is supposed to be a place of comfort, a place to get better, a
1: place where new life is brought into the world. Above all, it's supposed to be safe, even in a war zone. That is why what we saw play out on Tuesday night in
0: Gaza was so shocking. Hundreds are reportedly killed at a hospital in Gaza that is still on fire. Video we're just getting into CNN shows rescue workers pulling people out from under the rubble. There are people who have been wounded, people who have been injured in the fire.
1: As we record this, the Hamas-controlled Palestinian Ministry of Health in Gaza says at least 471 people were killed in this blast. Authorities in Gaza say Israel was responsible, but the IDF said its intelligence showed a failed rocket launch by Islamic Jihad was to blame, which the group denied. And it's important to note, CNN cannot independently verify what caused the blast nor the extent of the casualties. Despite the lack of clarity, the blast set off a wave of anti Israel protests across the Middle East. Hundreds gathered around the Israeli embassy in Amman, Jordan, on Tuesday. All of this was the backdrop for a high-stakes visit to Israel from the President of the United States.
2: Like the United States, you don't live by the rules of terrorists. You live by the rule of law. When conflicts flare, you live by the law of wars.
1: Today, what President Biden's quick trip to Tel Aviv can tell us about the future of this conflict? From CNN, this is Tug of War. I'm David Ryan. Nick Robertson is CNN's international diplomatic editor. He's been in Israel since the conflict began. You might remember we spoke on our first episode of this new season as Israel was sending military convoys towards the border with Gaza. I caught up with him again on Wednesday afternoon. Nick. Presidents make overseas trips all the time, right? So, can you start by explaining just how big of a moment this was for Biden to make a trip like this?
3: It, it was a huge moment and is a huge moment because there is a lot at stake. And President Biden's message has been one of very strong support for Israel, but also one of warning to uh, regional powers, be it Iran, be it Hezbollah in Lebanon, be it uh, Syria, anywhere, any country, any group that might attack Israel, because they feel that this is a moment of weakness for Israel. So this was important because President Biden, by coming to the region, would reaffirm that message. Uh, And he would also meet with Arab leaders, Uh, to help convince them to provide the humanitarian support for the Palestinian people in Gaza. As we now know, President Biden didn't meet face-to-face with those Arab leaders, the the King of Jordan, the President of Egypt, uh, and the Palestinian Authority President. He didn't meet with them face-to-face, so he was therefore less able to persuade them to provide the type of support for the Palestinians in Gaza that Israel wants so that it can go ahead and prosecute its military campaign against Hamas. So can we take a step back quickly? How had President Biden been approaching
1: the U.S. response to the war in the lead up to the trip? Because it's kind of a it was a tricky thing, right?
3: It was a tricky thing, but he had come out really strongly uh, for Israel as as an ally of Israel, of standing by Israel, of saying that we have your backs, we support you, you need to have the right to strike back. And I don't think we can underestimate how important that's been for Israelis to know that they have this support from the president of the United States. They feel traumatized by what's happened. And they feel very aware and and very cautious about being let down by by other countries. So so President Biden's statements have been hugely important here.
2: (coughs) Please, have a seat.
3: Has that changed at all after
1: this hospital blast? Like, what did he say about that in the meetings today?
3: He said very clearly that it was the other team, not your side. He said that to uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu.
2: I was outraged and saddened by the enormous loss of life yesterday in the hospital in Gaza. Based on the information we've seen to date, it appears the result of an errant rocket fired by a terrorist group in Gaza. The United States unequivocally stands for the protection of civilian life during conflict.
3: And very clearly saying that it wasn't Israel, that it was one of the Islamist groups, Palestinian Islamic Jihad inside Gaza, who had an errant rocket that landed among all those people who were seeking shelter around the hospital. So President Biden unequivocally coming out, saying that he supports Israel.
2: Well, today, I say to all of Israel, the United States isn't going anywhere either. We're going to stand with you. We'll walk beside you in those dark days. We'll walk beside you in the good days to come.
3: So I think what we've seen, in what could be a moment... Many people might have looked to the United States and said, is President Biden going to come here and equivocate on his support for Israel? But I think what we've seen is him really re-emphasize, even double down on that support at a moment where many Israelis would be worried again that that support might ebb away. And is there a sense of...
1: When the U.S. could get more involved here? Like, I know the administration has been pretty clear that boots on the ground is not in the cards right now. But do we get a sense that there could be plans in the works if a moment comes where it's clear they just can't sit on the sidelines in the way that they have been up to this point?
3: You know, I think the most likely scenario of a U.S. boots-on-the-ground engagement is not just from that carrier group that's in the region, but this Marine Expeditionary Force, 2,000 Marines who are being prepared to support Israel— on the ground with logistics and other issues, should that be required. And I think what we're speaking about realistically here, although it's not being spelt out, is when it comes to securing the safe release of US hostages that are being held by Hamas and other groups in Gaza, I think that's the scenario where we might see US troops engaged, perhaps Mm. not on the front line, but perhaps more providing support for Israel. Because like President
1: Biden, for him, getting hostages home, like he has to deliver on that in his mind.
3: He does. And he said today that this was one of the most important things for him. And it it remains that, you know, if there's an incursion into Gaza, then then potentially that becomes much harder. And there's a real push from the Israeli side that they see the giving of aid to Palestinians in Gaza in part as a quid pro quo for the releasing of the hostages. Uh, One of their spokesmen just within the last hour said look there will be no aid no humanitarian aid no food no water no fuel no electricity going from israeli territory into gaza until the hostages are released israel can countenance humanitarian aid going through the border into gaza from egypt but again with strict controls that hamas can't um, influence what happens to that aid when it arrives in country so that humanitarian aid um, is seen as a leverage for getting the hostages, and that's very important for for President Biden. So in a way here, perhaps he buys a little more time before an incursion uh, to recover hostages.
1: More with Nick Robertson after the break.
0: Asking the right question can greatly impact your future especially when it comes to your finances. So are you working with a certified financial planner, a CFP professional who meets rigorous education, training, and ethical standards and is committed to serving your best interests to prepare you for a more secure future? Certified financial planner certification is the standard of excellence in financial planning. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.
1: We're back with Tug of War and my conversation with CNN's Nick Robertson. You mentioned impossible incursion. Do we get a sense that Biden is trying to talk the Israelis out of something like that? Like When we think about tactics and the the horrors of war, how is the U.S. navigating what that ends up looking like?
3: You know, I think the narrative that emerges is one that says, okay, look beyond the immediate incursion. What is your end game? What do you want to try and mm. achieve? I don't think we're hearing President Biden say publicly. Indeed, we're not hearing President Biden say publicly to Israel, "Do not have an incursion." The language that is using is strong support and and the right of response and equating, While also following the laws of war, and also following the laws of war. But and and the laws of war would be not to target civilians, and is and Israel says it doesn't. And humanitarian corridors and aid supplies to provide relief for those Palestinians who are displaced from their homes would all be mitigations against that. I'd Look, there are many people who would look at this situation, particularly uh, in the countries in this region, who would say, that's just not enough. You know civilians are going to get injured and killed. You don't have a real game plan right. for what the end result should be.
2: Justice must be done. But I caution this while you feel that rage, don't be consumed by it. After 9-11, we were enraged in, in the United States. While we sought justice and got justice, we also made mistakes.
3: But in specifics of what President Biden is saying, he is not saying to Israel, don't have an incursion. He is not saying, don't go after Hamas, he is.
2: I've made wartime decisions. I know the choices are never clear or easy for the leadership. There's always cost, but it requires being deliberate. It requires asking very hard questions. It requires clarity about the objectives and an honest assessment about whether the path you're on will achieve those objectives. <clears throat> the vast majority of Palestinians are not Hamas. I
3: think the impression is that he's being been very clear on the parameters that he will tolerate and that other countries will tolerate. But he's not saying don't do it. And frankly, right now, I'm not sure anyone could talk Israel back from that position.
1: Hmm. Nick, thank you. Appreciate it.
3: Thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Tug of War is a production of CNN Audio. This episode was produced by Paula Ortiz, Chris DeBoe, Anna Sterla, and me, David Rind. Our senior producer is Haley Thomas. Steve Lichtai is the executive producer of CNN Audio. Special thanks to Muhammad Darwish, and thanks to Caroline Patterson and Wendy Brundage for their continued support. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another update. Talk to you then.
0: Asking the right question can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So are you working with a certified financial planner, a CFP professional who meets rigorous education, training, and ethical standards and is committed to serving your best interests to prepare you for a more secure future? Certified financial planner certification is the standard of excellence in financial planning. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.